Shabbat shalom. Watching the Olympics? I love watching Olympic athletes compete. So many irresistible human qualities on display, ambition, drive, excellence, competitiveness, and fierce discipline. The downhill might last no more than two minutes, but the victory was wrought through years of harnessing the best of our nature to get down the mountain in a tenth of a second faster than anyone else. So I was intrigued by an article that I read in the paper last week entitled, Welcome to Peak Olympics. Did you happen to see that? It was on, in the Sunday paper. Its central thesis is that the steady march of athletic progress might be reaching its final plateau as we live, as we speak. We're used to athletes smashing records at every Olympics. But scientists who track athletic performance say that if athletes do break records today, they squeak by them rather than smash them. The science director of the US Speed Skating Association suggested that we seem to be approaching the human limit. Throughout the 20th century, better nutrition, better training, and better technology have resulted in one world record falling after another, but this physical progress in the 21st century has slowed to a crawl. In other words, what we see now might be as good as it gets, as fast as it gets, and as high as it gets. After all, how many revolutions can a figure skater do? What comes after the quad? Will any human being ever be able to do a deca? Ten revolutions? Will a human sprinter ever be able to complete the 100-meter dash in two seconds? There must be a limit to human physical performance. And we seem to be approaching it. Somewhat of a depressing thought. Yes, records will continue to be broken, but much less frequently. And at some point, very soon apparently in some sports, not at all. Billions of years of human evolution seem to be plateauing in our lifetimes. We're reaching the end of physical progress. But why haven't we seen a similar evolution morally? We have come so far, so fast physically, but are so far behind morally. Can anyone say with a straight face that we are reaching peak moral performance? Every day, we see the devastation caused by our lack of moral progress. Wars, savagery, brutality, and unnecessary human misery. Another 17 young people 
and their teachers were killed this week in our country while at school. And dozens more wounded. It was especially provocative to read that the shooting started at the precise moment that a class on the Holocaust ended. Physical performance is about the self. In athletic competition, if we think of others, it's to motivate us to think more of ourselves. He beat me the last time. I'm going to train even harder to squash him. And when I win, I will so enjoy standing on the podium one level above him that all the hard work would have been worth it if he sheds a tear even better. That's how athletes think. They have to think that way. You show me an athlete who is kind to her competition, and I'll show you an athlete who is not a champion. Only after the race is over, the match is done, can competitors shake hands and express some kind of compassion for their vanquished opponents. Peak physical performance requires peak self-absorption. Have you heard how Tom Brady eats? He thinks about what he puts into his body every waking moment of every single day. This TB12 diet regimen that he's on would break the rest of us in a week. We would be so sick of ourselves that we would need a break from ourselves. It's one reason we admire champions. No one else can do it as well. They harness the best of human qualities to prevail. Peak moral performance is the opposite of peak physical performance. By definition, morality goes beyond the self. Morality is about others. Athletic performance looks inwards. Moral performance looks outwards. Morality is about mercy, empathy, dignity, integrity, generosity, humility, solidarity, commonality. Only a few, the rarest of human creatures, can be champions in athletics. Only a few of us have the combination of physical gifts and emotional willpower to reach the top. But all of us can be moral champions. All of us can be better moral performers. Everyone can do better. We are far from reaching our peak moral capacity. Our goal 
individually and collectively should be to reach peak moral performance. It's a matter of our very survival. If we are stronger than ever, but not better than ever, brute force will overcome moral force with catastrophic consequences for the human species. Scientific progress untethered to moral progress will be our doom. We now have the technological capacity to destroy our species. Moral capacity is the only force capable of holding back the apocalypse. But how to do better morally? How to advance to peak moral performance? The same way we progress towards peak physical performance, we need to train. We need a regiment like peak physical performers. We must have intense will and unbreakable discipline. We must train to be good. Thinking about being good, studying in a book about being good, are not good enough. And we don't even do enough of that. Moral performance is moral behavior. We must habituate ourselves and train ourselves for moral action. Do we think that a person born with huge athletic potential will become a star, a champion, without training? Do we think that a person born with huge musical potential will excel in music without practice? Do we think that a person born with a high IQ will excel in academics without doing homework? <laughs> so why do we think that ethics, moral, generosity, compassion, kindness, forgiveness can be instilled in us without training? Like peak physical performers. We need a team around us. Family, good friends, and spiritual coaches who push, cajole, and discipline us to be the best that we can be. Train yourselves and your children for moral performance, as you would train yourselves for physical performance. Settle into an exercise routine for moral strength training. Act as if the weight of the world is upon you to lift moral weights. Do moral workouts. Spend parts of every day practicing moral deeds. 
Don't get morally flabby. Get ripped. Evil should rip you up inside. School massacres should rip you up inside. Most of us wouldn't dream of shooting anyone. But that's not the end of the moral issue. In what moral universe is it acceptable to tolerate conditions that allow massacres to occur time after time? And then, three days later, we're on to other things because we are morally out of shape. We get winded by too much moral thinking. Three days. That's about as much as we can tolerate. We turn away from the moral imperative to prevent murderers from taking machine guns and mowing down schoolchildren. What a monumental failure of moral responsibility. We are responsible for our children. When a child is killed, we must agonize over why it happened and what we could have done to prevent it. It's not the child's responsibility. It's our responsibility. But we are morally out of shape. Like athletes, set for yourself a target heart rate. The heart is the essential organ of morality. Get your heart right. Too little moral exercise narrows our moral arteries and leads to heart disease and inability to empathize. Get into moral shape. Sit up when atrocities occur. Push up when political cowards turn away. Stretch to hold them accountable when they stretch the truth. Everyone knows that easy access to firearms is the primary reason these massacres occur with such frequency here in comparison to every other advanced society. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows that it is moral cowardice to ignore this reality. Mental health, yes. Violent video games, yes. But everyone knows that it is easy access to firearms that cause Americans with mental health issues to massacre so many, so many times in comparison to Europeans with mental health issues. Get after these politicians beholden to special interests. Sprint to uphold what is right. Strive for high-intensity moral influence. 
Don't have to worry that you will plateau. You'll never reach your moral plateau. Humanity has eons of moral evolution still ahead of us. We will be smashing moral world records for centuries to come. Don't let resistance overcome you. Resistance builds moral muscle mass. Resistance sculpts your moral posture. Don't worry about moral muscle fatigue. To the contrary, you will be invigorated by every good deed. Rep and repeat. Rest, rep, and repeat. This is the way to peak moral performance. The figure in Jewish tradition who came closest to peak physical performance was Samson. He was a glorious physical specimen. According to the Bible, the closest we Jews ever came to a Jewish superman. The Greeks had Hercules. The Jews had Samson. He was so strong that he could rip a lion to shreds with his bare hands. He could tear off ropes, binding him as if they were melted butter. He could carry the heavy doors and gateposts of Gaza on his shoulders as if they were toys. He killed a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of an ass. The Bible tells us that one day while Samson was in the field, a full-grown lion came roaring after him, and Samson tore the lion to pieces with his bare hands and then left the carcass to rot. A year later, he returned to that spot and noticed that inside the skeleton was a swarm of bees that had produced honey. Samson concluded, Me'az yatsamatok. Out of the strong came something sweet. This is the goal of peak moral performance, to become morally strong. And out of the strong, something sweet.